Welcome to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Today, I'm talking all things confidence and money with Andrea Westbrook. Andrea Westbrook is a confidence coach who works with women who are fat, curvy, or plus size, whose bodies don't fit society's notion of ideal. She helps them to overcome their fears, the negative self-talk, and weight stigma experiences so they can reconnect with their confidence, supercharge their self-belief, and lead the amazing life that they dream of. As a plus-size woman herself, Andrea has overcome years of weight stigma and low self-belief to move into her full potential, achieve her career and business goals. Today, we talk all things weight stigma and the impact it can have on women's confidence, internalized depression, quick tips for confidence, how to push through the fear even when you don't have the confidence to, why pushing through the fear is worthwhile in business, and how to begin to believe in your worthiness. We also talk about Andrew's experience of being a part of the energetics of money and how it's shaped her belief systems about money now and the impact that it's had on her business. I cannot wait to introduce you to Andrea, so let's get to it. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today, Andrea. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's my pleasure. So as we dive into today's conversation, we're going to talk about lots of different things about money and about confidence. And I really want to just start with just by allowing you just to share with everyone who you are and what you do. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm I'm Andrea Westbrook and my business is Andrea Westbrook Coaching and I'm a confidence and mindset coach who works specifically with fat, curvy and plus size women. Amazing. Amazing. So tell us, how did you get into this type of work? Well, I think the journey, I try and sort of, I think the journey started for me around around five or six years ago. I mean, I've always been had an interest in self-development and improvement, and I can remember reading all the books when I was younger. Um, my mum passed away about six years ago, and that was a pretty life-changing experience, and it really puts um, the life into perspective and how short life is. Mm. And I was in a job that like a salary job that I enjoyed but I didn't love and it was a bit boring and I wasn't um, that passionate about it and I started feeling this sort of tug to do something more and, and to give more back and I explored different things like I did yoga teacher training and loved that and then I got into for a little while some multi-level marketing and I enjoyed that the comment th- and I moved into leadership roles in my paid job where I was coaching and leading and, and um, mentoring people. And this common theme, when I look back on it, I noticed a common theme that those three things were really about helping people to see, believe in their own potential mm-hmm. so that they can achieve the life of their dreams. So that gave me a really good basis. Okay, so I know that's what lights me up. And then I just kept, it was actually listening to lots of podcasts from different coaches. And I thought, I love this. I found myself implementing their tips in my work. And then one day it was like a light bulb went off and I thought, 
I can do this. I could make a living out of being a coach. And, well, here I am today. Amazing. Amazing. So talk to us a little bit more about what in, in what inspired you to want to work with women specifically in regards to weight stigma, confidence, yeah. and, you know, specifically with work with curvy women. Yeah. So when I, um, when I made the decision to be a coach and I enrolled in my um, in the coaching course that I did, I had really thought I was going to work with corporate women because that's that was my view of myself and who who I thought I knew. But as I, I, you know, I was sort of set on that, but it didn't excite me. And as I sort of explored it and spoke to people about it, I could I could hear the lack of excitement in my voice. And um, at the same time, I was reading a whole bunch of stuff on social justice. And it was really sort of all these things were going off in my head. And I particularly read one article where it started talking about how um, people in larger bodies, they are actually a minority group that is oppressed and discriminated against too. And I felt like this article put everything I'd experienced in my life into words. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God this is really a thing and there's been a lot of research and studies around it and then I spoke to people who I who fall into that category and I did a lot of research sees that anything in the market where people are working as a coach specifically with this group of women and there were a lot of people doing body positive positivity and body acceptance type coaching intuitive eating and all of that thing which is all amazing but there was nobody really just working with someone to feel positive and confident as they are. And I felt like I had a unique skill set in that I've experienced that sort of oppression and discrimination and bullying too. So I understand where my target audience is coming from. Yeah, absolutely. And having that personal experience it allows you to have such empathy with them to really yeah. understand their pain points and their experience in such a deeper way, but then also allows them allows you to give them the permission to be able to go after what they want for their lives, I would imagine. Yes, absolutely. And, yes, <laughs> I am seeing that. Well, particularly there's been quite a shift, I think, lately. I wonder if it's the, the full moon, but I had a few messages this morning from people telling me they can feel a shift and they've been talking to me about it in the weeks leading up. It's like something in the last few days has really shifted. And I thought to myself, I've given them permission to do that by me following my dreams and my passion. It's given them the permission to go and do it for themselves. So, yeah, absolutely seeing that now. Because when you imagine like with our society, right, like and even with like um, all different races and different experiences for different minorities, what yep. we see in public view in the media in social media is a lot of skinny white women, right? Like, yep. absolutely. And they yep. can go after their dreams and they can do yep. whatever they want and they've got full permission from society yep. to do what they want to do. And yep. so by starting to see you step into your experience of what you want to create for your life and allow yourself to have that full confidence and be like, you know what, I can own it, believe in myself and go after what I want. You're allowing and you're giving that permission to so many other people, which is so incredible. Yeah. But I really want to dive a little bit deeper into this because for those people who are listening to this that don't understand what you mean by oppression, can you please yeah. please share with us some experiences or what you've found that your clients have experienced that have impacted their confidence? Yeah, ab absolutely. So when I talk about 
oppression and and the work that I do is really working to address internalized oppression. So that's when um, someone who is a member of a marginalized group takes all the messages that they receive from society, like they don't, like you said, we see in the media, white people everywhere. We take an able-bodied and I say straight-sized in a neutral term, meaning because that's what fashion houses use to describe regular sizes. Um, straight-sized people out there living their dreams and pursuing their lives. And I'm not saying they don't have their challenges, but being white and being straight-sized is not one of their challenges. So through that, people who don't fall into those groups, we get all these messages that we don't belong, that we're not wanted, we're not good enough. And we should really be tucked away in the corner, never seen or heard from, and be going about our lives quietly and, and living with the lot that we've got. So internalized oppression means we take those messages into our mind and we recycle them into our own voices and we start telling it those messages to ourselves. So we're saying to ourselves, well, I'm too fat. I don't belong here. I'm too fat. I can't go and do an MBA or I'm too fat. I can't be in a leadership role because that will mean I'll speak in public and everyone will judge me or I won't even apply for that job because everyone, I'm fat and lazy and everyone knows that. So it's that sort of thing. And this really starts to shape our internal view of ourselves and in turn our experience of our lives. Mm, absolutely and so talk to us about how you help women to overcome that internalized messaging to be able to have their own confidence to do the things that they do want to do yes so I really work with them to explore what's going on in their mind and what messages they're telling themselves as well as what they've experienced because I don't want to say it's all in in your head there is legitimate I know larger people have often experienced discrimination. There's um, employment discrimination. There's a study that shows that 50% of obese people are discriminated against in the workplace. And so we really get into the guts of what, what are they scared of? What have they experienced? And how we can heal those wounds to so that they feel more comfortable and confident with themselves mm. and can go out and start living the life of their dreams mm. so beautiful and so needed so amazing yeah so what do you what would you like to see change for curvy women in our society well my ultimate would be um that weight stigma didn't exist and by weight stigma i mean that that judgment that we have about people who on that fear also of being fat and the judgment we make of people who are fat. And I would really love to see that that disappear, but in I know in reality when that's not going to happen because I think it's it's similar to sexism, racism, ageism. It falls into that category. It's really ingrained in our society. So I think we can, if we can start. My fallback position, if we can start to lessen the impacts and make people aware of the impact that weight stigma is having on the lives of other people, then that, that would be awesome. Mm. Amazing. And you're right, like it might not happen in our lifetime, but at least yeah. you're shifting old stuff that no longer needs to belong here and we can at least allow to start to impact the women that you do work with now to shed all of those old belief systems and let go of all those doubts and fears and, and fully step into owning their lives because at the end of the day, like, 
more people enjoying their lives and being happy with themselves and loving themselves is going to make the world a better place anyway. Absolutely, 100%, because that cycle would just continue, that cycle of giving other people permission. Mm. So the people that are watching them, then they get the permission to do it themselves, their children, their nieces or their nephews or friends and family. Yeah, yeah and then so on and so on and so on. It's a real domino effect, when, particularly when women are, are um, stepping into their power and, and living their best lives. Absolutely. So incredible. Amazing. So talk to us about yourself. How do you develop confidence for yourself? Well, that has been a a journey for me. I think the the biggest thing for me has been understanding my mindset. So and even going back to the sort of science behind it and understanding why we have our why our inner critic exists. So it kind of seems silly that we would have this voice, but what that it's there to keep us safe and it's probably shining a light on the areas we need to go. And then really just taking the steps to to sit back and take a moment to ask what I need. And then using I just use I am statements to give myself what I need. And then I will do all other sorts of things like if I'm doing something new and it's scary and I'm starting to talk myself out of it I remind myself the only way I'm going to get the confidence to do it is to actually take the action and do it Mm. but you can't um you can't take a pill and get that confidence or have a drink or whatever and and it's going to come to you the only way you're going to get it is by doing it yeah absolutely totally agree with you but imagine, imagine how lucrative a confidence pill would be. Let's well, just. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But there are lots of easy things you can do that that can help you get to the position of to the point where you can do it. That doesn't mean taking a pill. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want to share a couple with us? Yeah. So I love going for a walk. If I know I've got to do something big and challenging, um, I love going for a walk and putting on my. 80s tunes and just really getting that getting pumped up and getting that positive vibe and energy going it seems to put the negative stuff out of my mind um I I do love yoga I think that's been a real um a real game changer for me particularly the mindset side of it in in terms of confidence uh some depending on the situation sometimes it's just a matter of taking some deep breaths yeah. Or another really good one is, this is a really easy one, if you're in a situation where you can't go for a walk or you're not, um, you know, for some, because for some people uh, doing physical activity is painful if, if they're in a larger body. So an easy one to do is just to shake your hands really fast like that and it can shift the negative energy and it's a bit of fun. You can't help but smile while you do it and it really disengages all that sort of negative thought cycle. Nice. Yeah, I love that. That's a cool little tip and easy to do anywhere, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Because I think the biggest thing, like with yourself, obviously you're building a business, you're growing a business, and that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of uh, trying things out, failing, figuring it out, learning the lesson, and it takes a hell of a lot of confidence to continuously pick yourself back up and go after the next thing. Yeah. Talk to us, what's one of the things that you've really challenged yourself in business in regards to confidence? It took a lot of confidence for me to even use the words fat, curvy and plus size Mm. because 
those words are de demonised in our society and I've seen you know, other people being really bullied and trolled badly for using those or judged. So when I came to putting myself, and so I was putting myself out there as, as the coach for fat, curvy and plus size women, and it was really just a matter of doing it and to see how it landed. Mm. And I'm so glad I did because I think the strength came from knowing that I need to do this knowing that there's a group of women out there that need my message and need support to connect into their dreams and not feel like life is passing them by, that I think is connecting back into my why. So anytime I have that doubt of what I'm going to put out there, I'm like, Andrea, just shut it. There's someone out there and she needs to hear what I've got to say. Love it. That's such a powerful message. And I'm the same when I, when I think about, you know, if I'm getting caught up in imposter syndrome or a little bit yeah. of comparison, right. Just go back to your why. Like, there's people yeah. out there that really need to hear what it is that you have to say and yeah. your experiences will speak to them on such a deeper level. And only you can share it from your perspective. That will be enough to be able to, you know, hit a chord or to be able to impact them in such a powerful way that you just never knew would be possible unless you did it. Yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing is, it's this, the scariest stuff is the stuff that lands the best with people. That's the stuff that people love. So it's kind of, I look at it now as a bit of a signal too, when I'm scared, I've got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's going to be the most well received and really resonate with people. So good. If I'm feeling it, they're feeling it too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking my language, love it. Okay, so now I really want to talk to you about money and confidence because obviously yeah. building a confidence business is obviously going to, you know, be able to generate new levels of income that maybe, you know, stepping into your own business even is a big challenge as well when it comes to changing our belief systems about money. So recently you were a part of the Energetics of Money program that I ran. I'd yeah. love for you to share with everyone what is, what is a money mindset belief that you feel like you had going into that program? I, I don't know if it's a belief so much, but I would question, I used to question my worth a lot. Yeah. 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 And so what did you find helped be able to overcome that? I think the work in the energetics of money course really helped me to believe, to develop the belief that I am worth it and that the right people will pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Right. Like when you speak yeah. to those people that really truly need what you have to offer, it's yeah. actually got nothing to do with, us as being worthy yeah right like when you already believe in your worth everything yeah. Will follow. yeah and I love what you said about being born worthy mm. and I always come back to that we never tell a little baby you're not going to achieve your dreams because you're not worth it we're holding them going oh my god you're going to achieve amazing things in your life and you've brought so much love to this world and we love you and you are just going to kick ass and do everything that you dream of. But somewhere along the line, we, we lose that. Yeah. yeah. We literally unlearn our worthiness. Yeah. By exactly what you were just talking about before when it comes to society, all those yeah. messages, we internalise all the messages of not being worthy, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think because we're so attached, like money is so attached to our uh, ability to be safe and to have shelter and to eat, like it's our survival, it's really attached to our survival, we can very much closely attach it to our self-worth for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, there's a lot of industries that are built on our lack of self-worth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our fear 
and our lack of self-belief. So they're putting all their marketing strategy into... um, Reinforcing it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we've got a... It's a really strong message that we've got to fight fight against. Yeah. And completely disconnect it from who we are as people. Like that marketing message does not have to mean anything about you. Your amount of money that you earn has nothing to do with who you are as a person either. Yeah, absolutely. So talk yeah. us through what was what was your experience like with the energetics of money? Well, I really enjoyed it. So for the listeners of the podcast, I actually had another commitment, so I couldn't join the live calls, but I blocked out some time um, the following every Tuesday so that I could listen to the playback. And I really loved doing that because it meant I could pause and do the work as as we went along so I'd spend I'd block out a couple of hours or maybe get two or three hours to do it and I really love doing that because I could do the work and reflect in the moment Mm. and then think about how I participated in in the live groups and I could also go and replay what other participants were saying and that sort of thing so in a way it was kind of an added advantage that I wasn't (laughs) going to the live call so I think I got extra benefit out of being able to do that yeah awesome was there any session in particular that really resonated for you oh I love the masculine and feminine energy because I um, think largely around money I've been in the sort of masculine energy side of things so really embrace starting to embrace some of those more feminine values and activities so I try and go when it's about money a bit more with the flow and even just embracing some more feminine aspects in my in my life outside of money like with relationships and friendships and that type of thing so yeah awesome awesome it's such an interesting um consideration because I think we can get so caught up in one energy or the other especially when it comes to money and if we're stuck in the masculine we can often try to control the whole situation and then we end up obsessing over it and thinking of all the things we've got to do to make it happen whereas sometimes we need to just actually take the foot off the pedal and take care of your vibration, right? And actually feel good and get excited and happy with what you've already got and find gratitude and allow yourself to be in a state of receiving rather than in a state of having to do, 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 do. Yeah, absolutely. And that really resonated for me because I was in that state of, I felt like I had to hold on to money Mm. and it really felt heavy and it was really connected to my safety. But now I've sort of embraced it and I'm letting that flow. Like I know now if... um, if I spend some money, but it's going to come back to me eventually. Yeah. And in spending money, I'm benefiting someone else. I'm helping them achieve their goals. So it's not going to, it can't help but come back to me eventually. Yeah. So I'll send it out. It'll ripple back. And yeah, money can be fun and adventurous yeah. and light. It doesn't have to be this heavy weight over our shoulders. And I think yeah. for so many of us, it has been in the past. And yet when you step into your business, I believe it's, 50% energetics, right? Like when any Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When you are on fire and you are like standing in your full confidence and you're having fun and you're just really enjoying what it is that you're creating, yeah. the energy that you put out comes back to you twofold. So I'm such a big yeah. believer in the energetic piece as well. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us how how you feel this type of work, so working on your money mindset has impacted your business. I think it's impacted this is a funny one. It's impacted my business in that I now am having more fun with my business. 
That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm selective now in that. I mean, there are the, there are the boring things that you've just got to do sometimes as a business owner, but I'll say, all right, let's spend, ring fence that, we'll do spend an hour on that and then we'll have to do something fun, like make some reels or I'll go and have an 80s dance party in the kitchen or something like that so that I know I've got that, I've got the sort of, I don't want to say boring because that, that puts a, a weight on it, but that sort of more menial transactional stuff. I know I've got something fun that's going to light me up afterwards. So, yeah, definitely having more fun with the business. Awesome. Anything else? And definitely seeing more interest and engagement uh, coming in from my audience and seeing my audience grow. Awesome. Interesting how, like, you know, when you work on your money, it's so, like you said, it's so connected to our self-worth that it impacts your business in other ways other than just bring money in right yeah, like absolutely. you've been able to increase your prices you've been able to attract new yes. clients, which has been amazing yeah. but it's yeah pieces that's really cool as well yeah yeah actually there are some really cool things so um i i'll, I'll talk I'll, no doubt i'll talk about this later but i ran a workshop <clears throat> called curvy confidence in brisbane at the end of march and and since doing the money mindset i've actually had people reach out to me and say oh can you run it here on the gold coast or can you run it can you run it in melbourne so it's definitely that interest is coming i also have an instagram live series and now i always used to be trying to find people to take part and now i've got people reaching out to me to take part so well i haven't well it hasn't been in clients directly yet it's certainly coming in other ways yeah, and that's it. Like it's not yeah. just about money specifically, no. it's about all levels of abundance. Yeah. For opportunities like that and yes. coming away in magical ways. It's so good, so good. Yeah, and I've been making connections with some amazing um, women who are also working in this space in different areas but all over the world. So, mm-hmm. And that's cool. just so exciting and heartwarming. So, yeah, yeah. Amazing. So now talk us through how you feel like like it's shaped your money mindset now. So what do you believe to be true about money now? Uh, Well, one thing I believe is the best investment I can make is in myself. I used to think it was in in things, but now I know it's in in myself. Two, I know that if I'll send money back out into the world, it's going to come back to me. And I'm using it, sharing it to help people achieve their dreams. Even though we might be doing something, there's an exchange, a transactional exchange, but they're then going to use it for something great. It's going to come back to me. And I just feel really safe with it. I know there's enough. Yeah. And I know that it's it's going to come back to me and I'm on the cusp of something really huge. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. So good to hear. Amazing. All right. So tell us now, just finally, so what do you wish women of a curvy size had more confidence to be able to do? To be their true selves, to do the little things that they don't, they they feel too ashamed to do. Mm, amazing. And so what's your mission when it comes to working with clever women? What's your mission with them? I want to help them overcome or I want to help them conquer their fears to overcome weight stigma, to put it to to the side so that they can step in and and do the things that they love, do the things that make them happy and that light them up so that they can 
live a great life and feel like they're participating in life. Mm. And also then they're inspiring the people that are watching them. Amazing. Amazing. The ripple effect of that is huge. Incredible. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Andrea. This has been such an enjoyable conversation. Can you share with everyone how they can find you? Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at Andrea Westbrook Coaching. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook as Andrea Westbrook Coaching. Yeah, they're my, they're my three things. My website is www.andreawestbrook.com.au and you can um, catch me there as well. Amazing. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with me today. I really appreciate it and I wish you all the best in the future of your business. Thank you, Christine. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.